Hello and welcome back to the Indie, a podcast from the Santa Barbara Independent, giving you what's happening in culture, art, and entertainment in Santa Barbara. I'm Molly McCannany, the host of the Indie, and I'm here this week with Charles Donnellan, Executive Arts Editor for the Independent, discussing his recent interview with Michael J. Fox about his new book, as well as Roger Derling, the Executive Director of the Santa Barbara International Film Festival, which is in full swing next week. Oh, thank you so much. Good to see you, Molly. So Michael J. Fox has been an SB since the fall and has a new book, No Time Like the Future, An Optimist Considers Mortality, which went straight to the New York Times bestseller list last December. Charles, you had an opportunity to sit down with him recently. Can you share what it was like speaking with him about the behind the cover story and how the opportunity came about? It was a great pleasure to talk to Michael J. Fox. Uh, this is his fourth book now. He has had incredible success with this sort of encore career where he's uh, writing. And, um, you know, he has Parkinson's disease. This is well known. He was a early um, diagnosis Parkinson's at 29, which is just incredible to imagine. You know, most people don't contract it until much later in their lives. And what he has managed to do under these circumstances is really extraordinary. So um, for me, it was uh, both a pleasure and uh, an honor to speak to somebody who's had such an important and interesting career uh, as an actor and now as a writer, but also um, for personal reasons. Uh, My dad had Parkinson's, my uh, maternal grandfather had Parkinson's. So um, he's raised an extraordinary amount of money and and, and awareness around this disease and, uh, you know, sort of doubly uh, uh, important to me to uh, have this wonderful conversation. Uh, We talked for almost an hour, we're on Zoom, and he loves being here. He uh, lives in New York City, but he and his wife, Tracy Pollan, decided that quarantining in New York City was not exactly, uh, at least this winter, not what they were up for. So uh, they've been out here. He has four children. Um, Youngest is, I believe, 19. Uh, Esme, she's been off woofing in uh, Maui. Uh, but they have all at various different times, all his kids and their kids have stopped in and spent time with them at this home that they're renting here. Uh, so, you know, we talked about the book and uh, we talked about his experiences with acting, his uh, experiences with uh, finding kind of optimism and hope under what are incredibly challenging circumstances. So it was really an uplifting thing. And I think it's going to make a great cover story. So I know Michael J. Fox from Back to the Future, but he's actually done a lot more in the entertainment industry, hasn't he? Absolutely. I mean, uh, I think he's as important as anybody who has done television, in particular sitcoms. I mean, between Family Ties, Spin City, and honestly, also a lot of these things that he's done where he's uh, done... Uh, guest uh, sequences, you know, uh, um, multiple episode arcs uh, for other programs. Um, He's really up there with a handful, small handful of people who have defined that medium. I mean, he's really in the company of people like Jerry Seinfeld. And even if you go back a little ways, uh, Mary Tyler Moore or Bob Newhart. And he, he has such a wonderful, warm, decent persona. He, he reminds me almost of a, uh, later 20th century version of a great old Hollywood actor like a Mickey Rooney or uh, in another vein, maybe even a Jimmy Stewart, um, just a, a wonderful performer. And now a really incisive writer. I mean, the book is impressive from multiple perspectives. First of all, he's doing a lot of stuff. Uh, he's been in Bhutan. He has been in Africa. 
Um, he's raising a family, but it's also um, full of kind of, uh, uh, he, he's, he's, he's a funny kind of an optimist because there's stuff in there that's, that's pretty dark and it's not sentimental at all, given that it is a memoir by someone who is best known for having a disease, uh, at least, you know, outside of obviously his exceptional prowess as a performer, um, it doesn't really pull at your heartstrings in the way that you might expect. It's, uh, it's full of uh, dry wit and a lot of self-awareness. And, you know, the thing that it really touched me the most in a lot of ways was that um, he makes great characters out of his family. I mean, right down to the dog. <laughs> you really feel like you know Tracy and the kids and Gus, and uh, that's the dog. It's a, it's a fun trip with him. He writes in the present tense. You know, he will not capitulate to the whole business of it was. <laughs> the book is is as though it's happening at the moment. And uh, I think that's a testament to not only, you know, a very clearly conscious choice uh, on his part as a writer, but it's also, it's part of his way of coping and uh, more than coping, overcoming in life. So it's, I, I highly recommend the book. And uh, I just had a super fun time talking to him. Well, that's wonderful. And yeah, he's not romanticizing anything, which can be an endearing showcase of events in a way. Um, but I also understand that you've been talking to Roger Durling about the film festival that is coming up in Santa Barbara. Yeah, Roger Durling. He's healthy as a horse, so everybody should know that. And uh, he's... Uh, done an incredible job of pivoting the film festival. Um, you know, it was a very difficult decision to uh, decide exactly how and when to postpone the film festival. Uh, they were still talking as late as, I believe, November, maybe even the beginning of December, about maybe being able to do a lot of things in person, um, you know, with social distancing, etc. And they have come up with a kind of a hybrid model, and it's going to be very exciting and fun for the community because the vast majority of the programming, such as, you know, the great tributes that they're going to do, they've got Bill Murray coming, they've got uh, Sasha Baron Cohen, Casey Milligan, um, a lot of really cool people and a lot of, as always, people who are Oscar nominated. Um, that has been one of the festival's strong suits the whole time that Roger's been involved. Um I'll be talking to Vanessa Kirby this week, who's nominated for Best Actress for Pieces of a Woman. But the uh, the hybrid model, it's, uh, it's, it's going to be really interesting. The two parking lots that are owned by Santa Barbara City College that are directly across from Ledbetter Beach, the one that's, you know, right adjacent to the football stadium, and then the one that's, that's slightly, you know, further kind of towards up the Mesa, will be converted into drive-in movie theaters. And they've got these state-of-the-art, really uh, amazing LED outdoor screens that they can show drive-in movies during the day. I couldn't quite even get my head around this. I saw the renderings, and I, I want to see this just to check it out for the sheer technical sort of uh, magic of it. But there's going to be programming down there. It is free. The drive-in movies are free. Um, I'm not sure exactly how they're going to do the uh, lining up of the cars, but they've got, they've got a system. And the only the, the one thing that's that's going to be a little tricky is the cap on each individual lot is only 50 cars, so total of 100 cars. Uh, but I hope everybody gets a chance. Everybody who wants to gets a chance to go down there and enjoy that because I think that's going to be quite festive. 
I definitely agree. That sounds like a wonderful, wonderful idea amidst all of these, you know, adjustments we've had to make for COVID. Well, thank you so much, Charles, for discussing with me your interview with Michael J. Fox. And please stay tuned for next week's episode where we go more in depth on the actors and films featured at the 2021 Santa Barbara International Film Festival. Once again, I'm Molly McKennedy, and I will see you next week for another episode of The Indie.